Hello, this is Michael Nobinson with Information Security Media Group, joined today by Sumed Takar. He is the CEO of Qualys. Good morning, Sumed. How are you? Morning, Michael. I'm good. How are you? Doing really well. Thank you. Wanted to talk to you a little bit today about the state of vulnerability management. Maybe to start, I'd love to get a sense of the biggest challenges that CISOs face today when it comes to vulnerability management. Yeah, I think I feel like uh, today a lot of the vulnerability management uh, tools people talk about are missing the M, the management part here. I think the, the biggest challenge that CISOs is that the number of devices is accelerating, detecting is accelerating, and the challenge that they face is how do you map that into what's actually causing risk to the organization and then mitigate those the fastest. So instead of just having a pile of these to land on your desk, you really map that to the business. And these are the ones that are the most risk and ways to really get those resolved very quickly. The, the, the other issue is the detection technology has gotten better, but the ability to actually fix those issues is still in siloed uh, groups between IT and security and it's still taking much longer. On the other hand, you see that the acceleration of the attacks is happening as the attackers are leveraging these vulnerabilities quicker and quicker. So if we uh, don't get to the point where we are able to actually fix those uh, as fast as the attackers are exploiting them, then the exposure window continues to grow and that's kind of where we start to get attacked. And so so today, today really are saying, yes, I have a pile of this stuff. How do I map it to my business? How do I build? When you look at mean time to detect and mean time to response, do you feel that it's getting better, getting worse, or staying about the same? I think the mean time to detect is getting better in general as companies are deploying more solutions, more agent-based approach, which is much more real-time. But the, that also means that they just get finding a lot more things out there, right? And not everything may be something that's critical. Mean time to response, I think, is I, I don't see that that's really moving that much today because we're still using uh, older ways of doing patching uh, technologies, tool sets. Um, you know, teams, uh, silos where you have to first create tickets for IT to go look at that. IT it comes from a mindset of patches are for newer features. So they are in the mindset of like we could, you know, we do patching once a month, once uh, every two months. Uh, they're not in the mindset that there is a vulnerability that needs to be uh, patched in four hours or eight hours, right? So while um, that hasn't moved much in my opinion, uh, I we do, however, see that the attackers, their time to exploit is reducing. So in a way, even if the mean time to remediate hasn't changed, just by the fact that the mean time to exploit has increased, you're sort of at a higher risk because what used to take you know weeks for them to start exploiting, now it's becoming a matter of days and, and hours sometimes. Why does that mean time to exploit, exploit accelerated as much as it has? I think the uh, attackers are getting better, smarter, and leveraging uh, more technology. Uh, I think a lot of infrastructure as it is coming online, people are moving into cloud. There's a lot more devices that are externally facing. So the external attack surface that um, they uh, people are exposing has also increased. And uh, so just as people are de deploying more technology, there's just more, more IT assets out there that people are trying to figure out how to get a handle of them and patch. And so the attackers, you know, sort of have that unfair advantage in a way that uh, they are just sweeping the internet looking for devices. So now they have to be right once, you have to be right every single time. So when they are able to see that a new vulnerability comes out, you know, these attackers have basically done what developers are doing, build platforms for exploitation, leveraging uh, automation, and they're going at it much faster than them. Want to turn back to the vulnerability management side in particular, uh, around prioritizing vulnerabilities, why does that remain such a challenge? I, I think the uh, the way the vulnerability scoring works today is very much based on a static set of what could happen rather than 
what is happening. And so, you know, your attributes of the vulnerabilities are very much based on if this vulnerability got exploited, what would happen. And so the, the ranking is, a, I'll give an example that you may have a, a, a remote code exploitation vulnerability on a particular asset and that's detected because it's there in the software. However, you may have mitigating controls on that device that actually mitigate that vulnerability. So it is not actually exploitable. So when you get a big pile of these, how do you sort of figure out which ones should I focus on? that really are exploitable and that actually somebody can get to and do something versus the others that are just detected but there are mitigating controls so when you have a lot of these it's becoming difficult for customers to really find that second aspect of it is you want to map these to business outcomes right like okay these vulnerabilities are exploitable and they are on my checkout application versus these are exploitable and they are in some lab which is you know somewhere else so not every vulnerability even if it has the exact same cbss score is equal from a business criticality view, right? So uh, you have limited resources in cyber today. So how do you kind of take that big pile of vulnerabilities, find the way to really uh, identify what is causing the risk, and then focus on first making sure that the limited resources you have and the automation that you have can then be used to get eliminate those first, and then you move one layer down to continue to reduce that risk. And today that is just the, uh, the number of technologies being used, the number of vulnerabilities like there. Uh, and, and the lack of that intelligence being directly built into the uh, vulnerability platforms and the remediation not being there uh, as an immediate automation is what uh, is the challenge of our So what needs to happen then in order to correlate that, in order to correlate mitigated controls, in order to correlate impact and business outcomes with the severity of the vulnerability itself and perhaps the likelihood of exploitation? What what actually needs to happen in order to feed all of those in and get, and get a true sense of the likelihood of exploitation and the severity if it is exploited? Yeah, I think uh, what really needs to happen here is that uh, all these siloed information sets need to come together in a single seamless uh, analytic platform where first is, you know, where do you get your business criticality and all of that is from your CMD, right? Can we pick all these attributes from the CMD? Can we verify that with the agent or a scanner to make sure that that is the most up-to-date information? Can we then bring threat intelligence directly into your vulnerability assessment capability so you can add the point source of detection itself, you can immediately start ranking and prioritizing. So now you know the criticality of the asset, you know the threat that is out there and with an agent or whatever technology that you have, you are able to see every little parameter on the device to see if it is already mitigated or if it is not mitigated. So I think a lot of it is just about um, really having a platform that can bring all these different data points together and actually tying them together instead of today's approach of you have to go to each one of them individually or customers have to build their own platform to try to pull different things together and then you can always have the misses between the different tool sets so that's really where the focus for innovation on vulnerability management has been with you know like you look at Paul is doing gmdr 2.0 as really the focus there is how do we bring inventory how do we bring the vulnerability detection, real-time detection regions, how do we bring that uh, intelligence directly built in, find the scoring, and then prep it so that you can now directly do the patching because you know exactly what needs to be fixed and you can eliminate the risk of something bad happening with the patch because you have a good context of that particular asset. So today, just like we've done with EDR as an example, where endpoint detection technology brought together the telemetry of the device, the threat intelligence, and the ability to respond all in one package, I think this is really the time for uh, risk management solutions to start to really bring those capabilities together, analyze these different data points seamlessly, uh, and then move towards them. So what advances have you made at Qualys in order to help facilitate that? What's, 
what's kind of uh, what's the latest and greatest from you in terms of trying to create better correlation there? Yeah, you know, a couple of years ago, we, we really noticed how our customers were struggling to bring these siloed tool sets together and they had to invest themselves in building their own platforms with Sims, etc. So two years ago, we released VMDR, which was really revolutionary in terms of bringing the elements that I talked about. Right? So VMDR brought together your asset inventory. So we were uh, providing that inventory detection, the discovery built into your vulnerability management solution. So you don't have to go somewhere else to try to build that. So start with continuously detecting, then you go into detecting vulnerabilities on those devices and having real-time detections with the agent. We brought in the threat intelligence piece directly correlated with that and then uh, found a way to basically map that into the patches that the customers deploy. And that was really well appreciated. We got a lot of feedback, you know, 40 plus percent of our customers have upgraded MDR plus. And then over the two years, we got a lot of feedback, additional feedback from customers saying, look, that the initial approach of telling us exactly what is exploitable in our environment and that we need to focus on is very good. Uh, help us map this to business outcomes. So VMDR 2.0 release that we did earlier this year has been really about how do we bring risk scoring uh, from business perspective? How do we bring more integration with ITS and tools? So instead of the process of manual ticket creation and things like that, can we automate that even more? So VMDR 2.0 really brought those drag and drop workflows, the ability to do uh, ITSM integrations, uh, and most importantly, really providing that threat detection to say, uh, rather risk uh, calculation to say, here's what is causing the highest amount of risk. And then the last two years, we also have been really pioneering the integration of patch management with vulnerability management. Because look, at the end of the day, when you do vulnerability assessment, there's only one thing you do after that, which is patching. So if we can simplify that for the customers by also building patching as part of the platform, customers can now reduce the time to from a detection to patching. And you know, now we see oh, about 130 million patches have been deployed by Qualys agents. So we really help these customers patch much, much faster. Those 150 million patches, 130 million patches that they have deployed. Uh, and so we continue to kind of work more uh, towards getting vulnerability management to the place where all the elements that you need for a good vulnerability management program are integrated to more of a seamless platform so you can go end-to-end -end from detecting to actually fixing things rather than just... From a business outcome perspective, with VMDR 2.0, how did you go about quantifying business impact and then what, what needed to happen to, in order to integrate that and correlate that with? with the other telemetry points you have? Yeah, so we came up with a whole brand new algorithm to do that because a lot of the risk scoring out there is only vulnerability focus. And at the end of the day, you may have an asset which has no vulnerabilities because it's patched, but the admin password is null or ABC123. So your risk is still very high. Your vulnerability prediction score or VPR, whatever they call it, that's just going to tell you about the vulnerabilities, right? So we spent time working with customers to say, how do we create a holistic score that takes into account the, the vulnerabilities, the misconfigurations, the end-of-life software uh, information that is coming from CMDBs and add the ability to do mitigations. So, right, you could basically, we will detect mitigations and reduce the risk. We will use mitigations that the customer provides to reduce the risk. So, spend time really creating a platform where it was a holistic scoring capability that took into account multiple different capabilities and then came up with the score, right? Rather than just telling you, okay, you have CVSS 9, so it's high, but it may not be relevant to your asset because there is something else that is mitigating that. And that's the challenge that we saw in the market with the scoring that was available. So we really focused on making sure that we built something that was more holistic. And um, you know, we had a lot of design partner customers, so I appreciate all the feedback that they gave. But uh, we feel the feedback that we have gotten is something of length. 
and that was the other thing that we wanted to make sure that all our customers that were using VPN had access to that. So we didn't make it an additional add-on purchase feature or something like that. We deployed it to all our customers who have already that from us. We do think that overall everybody needs to move to that risk as well because it's just you have too many validator uh, that that you cannot be at the bottom of everything in one stroke. So need that risk. I want to talk to you a little bit about the market landscape here and vulnerability management. If you're in a competitive bid scenario, talking to a prospect. Who are you most often seeing them considering in comparison to Qualys? Who, who comes up most in the competitive bid scenario? I think the, the, what we see in the market hasn't changed much in terms of the key vulnerability management players. It's been really those same three that have been around for a while. Mm-hmm. I think competitively what we focus on is instead of just showing customers that here's the vulnerability to vulnerability solution, we're actually giving a broader solution proposing to them. And so, you know, in part of our earnings call yesterday, we kind of talked about how those customers who are coming to us for vulnerability management are also buying patch management from us because that's how we differentiate in the market really to say instead of just giving you another list or a dashboard of CVEs that you have to figure out how to fix, the platform and the broader platform with BMDR 2.0 patch management and cybersecurity asset management are creating a much better outcome from a business perspective. And so uh, from a competition perspective, we continue to not just enhance the detections, but actually take it to the next level at a higher level so we can provide a business outcome, which is if you use the Polis platform, you can actually reduce your risk versus competitors are giving you uh, outcome is, is a dashboard or a report. So for the folks who uh, don't have patch management as part of their vulnerability management offering, what, what do customers typically do then? Are they just trying to manage the patches themselves manually? Are they finding a, a second vendor to help them with that? What what are customers typically doing in that situation? Yeah, they are trying to leverage some tool that IT team has. In so it could be SCCM, it could be you know there's other tools or tools that have been there for a long time. So that that is what they are leveraging, right? But if you see some of the statistics that we put out, if you take the CISA top ten most exploitable vulnerabilities that CISA has put out, we looked at all the posts that were scanning with Qualys for vulnerability detection for those ten and fixing with another tool, and those were scanning with Qualys and patching with Qualys. And we saw anywhere from 30 to 60% reduction in the time frame that was needed to patch when they were using Polis for patching. So that integrated approach is more than anything else, it's actually reducing your time for exposure. And that ultimately is what security team is doing, right? You can never have no risk. Can you really keep reducing your risk and reducing the exposure time and the window? Uh, and so the even if they may have a different patch management solution, I think that integrated patching really helps them resolve the vulnerability is better and that's why you know I, we started this by saying we're, we're putting the M back in vulnerability management. We're really helping you manage the vulnerability rather than just reporting on Very interesting. Sumed, thank you so much for the time. Thank you, Michael. Always a pleasure talking to you. Of course, we've been speaking with Sumed Takar. He is the CEO of Qualys. For Information Security Media Group, this is Michael Novenson. Have a nice day.